What's up, Ross fucking Flanagan? We got to start off with the cuss word because this is probably where this podcast is going to go. <laughs> well, that's actually my le- legal my legal middle name. The doctor was like, fuck! Nice. Welcome to the What's Goody podcast, man. And uh, it's funny because how long have I been talking about doing this podcast? Uh, what's the date? Uh, what year is this? 2023? For like two years. It's about to be 2023. So Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Had the podcast room set up actually in Ross's house, like upstairs, for the longest time. Bought the equipment. This microphone that you see me talking in was <laughs> set up. Everything was set up. It was actually going to be a live in-studio podcast, but I figured that'd be too hard to get. Like, Eventually, it's going to just be a pain in the ass, right? Like fly. Mm-hmm. Coordinating everything. Coordinating, flying people to freaking New Braunfels, Texas. Having them have to walk through your damn house that was at the time like slash manufacturer slash bodybuilding slash <laughs> all types of crazy shit before you, get, <laughs> before you get up to uh to uh the podcast room but we're finally here we did it man so welcome welcome dude it's good to have you congratulations <laughs> so dude i there's so many places we could start but i want to start well, I have no off- idea i have no idea what you want to talk about because you just text me hey you want to go on a podcast Dude, sure. and for people that are listening, I don't ever schedule anything. I don't plan anything. I don't write anything down. If you could look at where I'm sitting, guys, it's a flipping mess. I go into these podcasts, just just conversation, man. We're just going to talk. like As if I was, if we're in your house right now and uh, you're eating your like fourth meal for the day, it's one o'clock. You're probably having your fourth <laughs> meal. I know I would. I you'd be pissed at me if you if if you were coaching me right now because I'm only at one meal so far. <laughs> and then your ass would say some some smart like, yeah, it makes sense. Look at you. <laughs> but no, that's how that's how I like to do the podcast, man. I don't I don't plan anything. So let's just have fun with it. I want to go into the latest thing that you just did, which was the Gooby Awards. For those of you who don't know what the fuck is the Gooby Awards, please explain to the people that are listening. Because this is pretty funny. So my good friend John Dorsey has an internet persona in his Instagram handle, social media handles called Goob. And probably like six months ago, he exposed one video of this lady manipulating her picture to show progress. Yeah. And it was fake progress. And she he posted it. And then that literally was a snowball into exposing the whole health and fitness industry where his main, what he does is just exposes what he calls shit fluencers. So obviously with the social media, you have influencers and we all influence to a certain degree. Well, you have different types of influencers that influence off of like false pretenses or misleading or lying, Photoshopping, scamming us all out of money and lying to us. So he just started exposing these huge accounts that everyone looked up to like people that are champion bodybuilders and people that have 3 million followers and all, you know, sponsored athletes and huge companies like first form. And it just, it's out of control. And, and what we did is I messaged him. I said, dude, we need to do an award show that highlights these shit fluencers and we need to pick the worst one of the whole year. So we decided to do that. We put it together in seven weeks and we just did it on December 6th in New Braunfels. Uh, just two dudes put together like a professional event. We had a live streaming. We have an AV guy, uh, sound guy, the whole nine. And it was pretty cool. Uh, got a good turnout. 
streamed in over nine countries, had a bunch of viewers. And I went to John. I said, dude, we need to do, someone needs to hold these people accountable. And for such like a positive and healthy industry, Logan, there is so much shit. There's so much lies, so much misleading, um, scamming, just so like so much crap in such a positive environment. So our goal is to restore that integrity of the health and fitness community, because when someone has money attached to their name, most times they change their morals. And, uh, you know, myself and John, we don't, we don't need money. It doesn't motivate us. We, we, uh, we have no dirty laundry. So we have nothing to hide. We have nothing to risk. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And that, you know, unfortunately that's, in almost every industry, I mean, especially these last couple of years, I mean, you've, if you're just get on the internet, right? The, the crypto thing that just happened, right? That where, where people lost millions, if not billions of dollars. And, and those are the top dogs, right? That they're losing their money. But I'm, I, I feel horrible for the ones that are like putting in their down payment to their first home right? They're investing. They're like doing, okay, I'm going to put, I'm going to invest in this crypto because I believe in this because they have Tom Brady back in it. They have all these celebs back in it. And I really just want to invest and buy my first home. As you know, home prices are just ridiculous, like insane. And they want you to have, you know, 20, sometimes higher than 20% down payment, which is like, okay, who has like a, who just has a hundred K just laying around, right? Most people don't. Not a lot. And, and, and it's nuts, right? And so it's crazy. It, 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 and unfortunately it's, it seems to me like if there's a lot of money into something, there's always a lot of corruption. Like, yep. Right. Always. Whether that's fitness, crypto, you name it, entertainment, music, especially the music industry, the Jesus. pharmaceutical industry, the healthcare industry, healthcare industry. God, like, yeah, we're, we're going to get to that too. We'll get to that. So I, unfortunately I, that, that night I had a, a really, really good buddy come in from Seattle so I didn't get a chance to watch it. So when you had these awards, do the people know who won the shit influencers? Do they know who they are? Like, hey, are they, are people contacting me like, yo, you are nominated for this shit influencer? Just letting you know. The, have did they reach out to you? Do they like fuck you, Ross? What what's your problem, bro? Why are you doing this? Well, a lot of them ended up blocking John which is the right thing to do. Like, don't give him any more fuel. Um, we had one of the guys who actually finished second in the worst shiftluencer. His name is Sam Canado. And um, he was like a, a female predator. So he was a diet coach and he'd ask for explicit pictures and just a really creepy guy. He said he was going to come down to the Goobies and get us arrested. And I was like, we're not even doing anything wrong. And what's funny is that the the event that we were holding – the room next to us was the New Braunfels Police Department, like Christmas party. Yeah. So there was nothing but cops there. I'm like, okay, yeah, come, come down to and try to arrest us in front of cops. And then I had him uh, call some of the nominees and leave voice messages. And um, one of them was like, uh, "Hello, Penny, you are officially invited to the Goobies to accept this nomination and invite for the Goobies. Please call back." But no one showed up. What? What's wrong with this guy? And so I never heard about this guy until and so you start you guys I saw uh John's post about him. I'm like, holy shit, this guy is a creep, right? I guess my question is who the hell beat him out? Like there's there was somebody worse than him? Jesus. Yep. Someone named Lydia Knoll faked cancer. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically extorted money from companies, from clients. And, uh, this whole thing was a, was a farce. She faked chemo. She faked a collapsed lung, a collapsed lung treatment by cutting her ribs. She was just lying all over the place. Thousands of dollars that she like, I don't know if embezzled is the right word, but basically stole money because she, you know, she claimed she had cancer and it was making all this progress dieting and training during chemo. And that was not the case. Jesus. Yeah, that, okay. I agree. That is absolutely <laughs> worse. And then the third, the third place that that was probably the third place one to me was the worst one. It was a, f- a female bodybuilder, professional bodybuilder that bribed her five-year-old daughter um, with a puppy. The boyfriend of that woman molested her own daughter. Oh, geez. And went to the cops and the the daughter was like, oh, my mom said she'll get me a, a Pomeranian puppy if I say that he didn't touch me. That was the, in my opinion, that was the worst one. That, yeah, that is, that's, that's for disgusting. Sure. That's, that is, they absolutely both, I hope by y'all's investigation, they're both locked up. I'm, I'm praying that they're both locked up. And they she is in grandma's. Time, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, that's obviously me having two little girls. I'm just like, my mind is, it's like you, you worry about things you never fucking think about when you're someone who does not have kids. Like you don't even think about things don't even occur, occur in your mind. And then you have two little girls and suddenly you're worried about if Crystal wants to take the girls to Target at nine o'clock or eight o'clock at night by them by herself. Like, right. Most people are like, why? Like Logan, chill the fuck out. Like, what are you, what are you worried about? But then you hear stories of like vans creeping bro through target. And it I follow one these, second for crystal to look away one second. And I follow exactly one second, dude. And my girls are all over the place. You've seen them, bro. They're like, they just, uh, most kids are like, they just run and they go. Right. And, and and we and I follow like a lot of these Facebook parent Facebook groups and like and they'll be like warning like yo just want to give a warning I was at a whatever right Walmart Target on this street in this city and it was really scary this van was following us and it's just, it's just things that are like holy shit you don't think about until you have kids that you're like fuck like it's just. It's crazy how things have changed. I mean, I remember when I was growing up, dude, I walked to, I walked to school. I, it, it was common. Like I didn't live that far from school. It was about a 15 minute walk, 20 minute walk, but I walked to school there and back. Never worried about it. Never. And we rode our bikes all fucking day. And then you came home when, when, when it got dark, obviously. Yeah. But when my the parents lights came on, it was time to go. My parents wouldn't know where I was at. All weekend, right? I would get on my bike first thing in the morning. I'd pack my video games, my N64, head over to a buddy's house, and we would just play like WWE Raw or GoldenEye all day, all day, ride our bikes around, and then come back at night. Now, dude, in front of my house, there's a playground, and we we can't even let my girls go play like just by themselves, and they're right in front of our our, our, our house. It's just crazy how things have just change man for the worse it's just you can't trust there's just so too many sickos out there but that's dude that's absolutely nuts to get out of this <laughs> this dark this dark topic um so the goobies i love the the whole like obviously the point of it right you want to bring integ- integrity back to this sport that 
you know, you and John obviously have a passion for. You guys are both coaches. You've been doing it for a long time. For those of you who don't know, Ross has coached me before, coached me for my first show. Uh, it was a pretty intense, <laughs> intense uh, a prep, but it was fun. <laughs> you know, and, and and I've gotten to coaching as well. I obviously don't don't coach anybody doing prep. That's completely a whole nother level. But I want to I want to talk about you being a coach, and I want to talk about some of the things that you experience and some of the th- common things that you see from clients. You know, I love seeing you post on your stories like, "Yo, this client said this. This client said that. They didn't want to do it. They don't want it bad enough." Like, what is the 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 most frustrating thing? When it comes to coaching, it's easy, dude. When someone sabotages their own life paired with not giving me, not giving myself nor their own self the opportunity to even accomplish their goals. Like when people quit in the first week, I'm like, why? In your intake form, you just bragged about how motivated you are and how much you needed to change. And, you know, you'll, if you look at me, you're like, holy shit, his plans are going to be extreme. No, like if I'm taking on a beginner, I am. I am setting them up for easy accomplishments, baby steps, nothing all in. Everything is conservative. Like, I just want you to hit 10,000 steps a day for the first three weeks. That's it. That's it. And people are like, I can't do it. I'm like, why? Just fucking walk. Just walk. I had a guy check in today and uh, going off of the sabotage part. So I told him after I reviewed his, his log sheets, he was cheating like five times in this, in this two week period. And I said, why are you sabotaging yourself, dude? You have a coach, you hired me to help you. And you're just sabotaging. Like you're eating chocolate bars at two o'clock in the after in the two o'clock in the morning. That is what you did to put yourself in this position. Why are you sabotaging? Like if you need help, Hey Ross, I'm starving. I'm about to cave. I need something. I needed something to help me. Cool. I got you, man. We're going to do X, Y, Z. Let's first figure out why you're craving or why you're about to cheat. And then we'll put put in some strategies, but you're not giving me a chance to coach because you're not telling me and you're not giving yourself a chance to have success because you're just like sabotaging everything. That's the most frustrating part. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of those things, right? And, and you, you made a really good story post the other day, which I was like, holy shit, that it's so true. Right. So people that are listening to this and I want, and I don't want to butcher it. I want you to, to, to say it, but it was like, think about all the things we pay for. Right, all the oh. services we pay for. Uh, yep. I want you to talk about that, and because I think it, that was very, I, even for me, I was like, man, it's it's so true. Think about all the things we pay for, right? And not only that, not only that, we never ask for a discount on those things, right? Yeah, we're not we're not going to our to our our tax person, dentist. our yep. dentist, and like expect a discount. But when it comes to coaching, it's always. Ah, well, you know, there's an excuse. I don't have this much money. Can I get a discount? Can I, you know, they're always trying, like for me, like, what about if I pay week to week? I'm like, it's not going to fuck it. Like you're already, you're already telling me you don't want this. Like what? Exactly. Yeah. I want you to go into that. I want you to explain your, your, your so I don't coach anyone. I don't accept any clients. That's the first question is how much do you cost? I don't want to work with someone like that. I want to work with someone and be like, Hey, how are you going to help me? That's the question I want. Not how much do I cost? So the story post was think about everything we th- everything we hire. Okay. Uh, dentist, landscaper, co- general contractor to remodel our house, a plumber, 
CPA, uh, babysitter, anything, any kind of service we hire, hire out, right? Because we don't know how to do those things. I don't know how to do dentistry, so I'm not going to do it. But when it comes to our bodies, it's, I got it, bro. I got it. I can do it. No, you can't. You don't know anything about your body. You don't know anything about anything. And yet you want to just say, I got it and not hire a professional. You want to hire a professional to cut your grass, but not to make you in shape or not to make you healthy or not to improve your blood markers. That is where you draw the line is the body is no one's touching it. And then you add the discounts to it. Um, It's like, why are you dis? You already discounted your life by putting yourself in such a shitty position. You discounted it already. It's on the clearance rack. So maybe you should invest in someone that can actually help you. So yeah, that's and it, everyone seemed to love that analogy. No, it was it was great. Yeah, it was. You're right. People were fucking sharing it all day. It was it was great, right? I, I, and just to, just to go, sorry, just to go off on a tangent some more. We have these these uh, these general population. You know, Martha. It's 80 pounds overweight, middle-aged, doesn't want to coach. Yet we have Tom Brady and LeBron James, the best ever, and they have like 10 coaches. Yeah. And they need those coaches. But Martha, you don't need a coach. Okay. You got this. <laughs> got it. You got this, fam. No, it's it's true, man. It's it's true. And when you were saying, I was like, yep, I obviously I pay for a dentist. I obviously pay for a landscaper. But when it comes to coaching, I only – Hire you when I need you, or whatever. Like if something's, I'm getting ready for some. Other than that, I'm like, oh, I got this, I got this, and obviously I don't got it. So funny you say that because uh, Elena finally was like, okay, I'm tired of dieting for events. Yeah, because what what ends up happening is, and everyone listening, this is what this is how you don't break the cycle. Okay, so what she would do was she would not diet for the entire year. And then hire a coach, my coach, because she doesn't listen to me, for like 16 weeks to get ready for XYZ event. Yeah. And that 16 weeks is absolutely miserable. Like two hours of cardio, no food. She hates it. And she can't enjoy anything. She can't enjoy any date nights, nothing, because she has to stay on plan. And I was like, let's just back up and let's just think about this. Instead of cramming everything, a whole year of health and wellness into 16 weeks and make it miserable. How about we just expand it and not be so extreme for 52 weeks? Yeah. Like if you, if if you're more conservative for 52 weeks, you can enjoy um, a night of drinking. You can enjoy a pizza. You can enjoy this. And it's literally not going to affect anything. Yeah, no, that it's, it's true. And I, and, and obviously I could be the first one to speak for that because for majority of 2020, I stayed pretty shredded, right? Because I hired you. We did our coaching. We're getting ready for a show. Obviously, the pandemic happened, but we just kind of kept it going. You didn't, we didn't, we, we changed, you changed the macros a little bit, but guess what stayed on there? Cardio, training, water, sleep, like all the little things, right? And so for the most part, like I didn't rebound. 2020 was the best I've looked, I've ever looked and all year round. So it's like absolutely for some people that are, are hearing this, please stop waiting until eight weeks until you are about to have anniversary or your daughter's getting married or you're going on vacation or you're going somewhere. You're going to have to take your shirt off and you're going to feel embarrassed. Like, why don't you start now? Which is why I made that post yesterday. Like, Hey, guess what? I don't know who needs to hear this, but you don't need to wait till January 1st to start changing your life. You can do it right now. You can start it before Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. And, and because, and, and, you know, you, you know, the statistics, 
by week three, more than half are going to fall off, right? Of the new year, new me. I'm sure you get flooded with new clients. Hey, Ross. Dude, I had a I had a Black Friday special and four of the people have already dropped out. Jeez. It didn't even give me a week. So I want to back up a little bit because I tell the same analogy to all of my like lifestyle clients that are starting from, I'll say, kindergarten. Now, Logan, I want you to think of a highway, okay? Yeah. There's only two two directions or two situations where you are guaranteed to crash on a highway. The first one is if you speed the entire time and floor it, okay? You're, if you floor your car the whole entire time, you're going to hit something. That's number one. The other way that's foolproof to get in a crash is if you go in reverse on the highway, right? Yep. So when I take on these people, I'm like, we want to avoid redlining our car and we want to avoid going in reverse. Some things that we can control are stopping our car, slowing it down and accelerating when it's appropriate. And I feel like if people approached their lifestyle as a highway, they would stop the cycle of going all in and crashing and then reverting back and crashing and starting over and crashing and crashing. And um, so if you guys are listening to this, stop with the extremes, stop with these spectrums and stay right here and sort of hover in that middle ground. What do you think? Why do you think people don't do that? Why do you, why do you think people are so extreme? I believe it has to do with motivation because they get motivated for X amount of time and they're like, Oh my God, I've got to fucking go all in. I got to get ready for this thing. It's time to go. And they go and they get to the event and they binge drink and binge eat. They gain 15 pounds and then they're screwed. Instead of being motivated, I use this analogy all the time, Logan. How many times are you motivated to brush your teeth in the morning? Zero. Not at all. Right? Yeah. You never say, woo, I'm going to go brush my fucking teeth. Never. But you do it. You do it every day. Yeah. It's not exciting. It's part of your routine. Yep. So if we approach like going for walks, getting our steps, getting water, getting our meals, getting exercise, cardio, as brushing our teeth, that's our hygiene, that's our diet, there wouldn't be there will be no extremes. Like you don't you don't brush your teeth, you don't not brush your teeth for a hundred days and then brush it fifteen times a day. Like it's always it's always like two times a day, right? Before when you wake up and when you go to bed. That's, yeah, that and that is exactly what dieting is, right? You, you don't diet all year, but for 10 weeks you do. Like ima- imagine not brushing your teeth for 100 days, Logan, and then brushing your teeth four times a day for four weeks. Like it doesn't, it doesn't equate to the same thing. It doesn't make sense. And, and like thinking about it and hearing that out loud, it seems like a lot of that has to do with mindset, right? It's, uh, it's how do we – because you're right. No one thinks about – taking a piss. No one thinks about brushing their teeth. Nobody thinks about all these little things that we do. We just do it, right? Because it's part of our life. So how do, how, it's like the mindset of how do we make those things, right? Going for walks, making sure you're drinking enough water, make sure you're eating all your meals, making sure you're staying active, doing all these things. How do we make it part of our lives? And, it, and to me, it's like, it's, it's almost a mindset thing. It's almost as mental as it is anything else. Mm-hmm. So Man, that's uh, it's 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 a good question, and 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 it's, it's something that I'm sure we'll, you're going to continue to deal with as as we uh, as Every you day. keep coaching as you keep coaching. Every day. I want to I want to talk about um bodybuilding and how you got into bodybuilding and what made you get into it and and why do you why do you like bodybuilding? It's like 
you know, you're one of the few bodybuilders that actually enjoys it. And then what I mean by that, like, you know, I see a lot, I follow a lot of bodybuilders and, and you'll see the ones like, Oh, I can't fucking wait till this prep's over. Or, Oh man, I can't wait to eat. Oh, I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to have that cheat meal. I can't wait to just, you know, stop doing this pain and, and suffering. But to you, you're like, I, cho- I choose to do this. I want to do this. I don't ever complain about this. Tell me about your philosophy about bodybuilding. And then, but before you get out, what made you get into bodybuilding? Um, so I played college football yep. and I was pretty successful at it. And about when I was 22 and I was finishing up my last year of football, I saw all of the, the class like after me, sorry, before me that graduated, they went from an extreme lifestyle of football, you know, training, practice five times a, a week, multiple weightlifting sessions, all this structure. And then literally all of them, Logan, got fat. Yep. So I was like, I can't, I don't want that because they kept the same habits of drinking beer on Thursdays and, you know, partying on the weekends. But then they removed all the physical activity and then they're just little chunksters. And I loved working out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to just put on some muscle. And um, something about back in the day, you know, there was hardly Instagram. I didn't know anyone that bodybuilded. it. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anyone that did it. I just know, I just knew it was something that you do by yourself and like in solitary, in solitude. I didn't have to rely on anyone, which is what was so frustrating about football is that if I had a set of skills, I knew if I got the ball, I could score X amount of times. But I could only score and win the game if X, Y, and Z, if that person did their job. They blocked the tight end. They blocked the linebacker. They blocked the corner. And now all of my success is riding on someone else's job. And that my, my senior year, Logan, was extremely frustrating because, you know, I had plans of going to the next, next stage of football. And my year was just riddled with injuries and frustration we still made it far, but it was like a fraction of my junior year. And I was like, you know what? I, I want to do something where I have full control over it. I want to be in control of my meals. Literally what I put in, I get out. And then going on to your second question, it was, uh, was it, how do I enjoy it? Or what was that? Yeah. Like your, your mindset and your philosophy on bodybuilding, like, like you, you're one of the few bodybuilders that I follow that like actually, actually like, truly enjoys it never complains about it because most bodybuilders I feel like they, they, they can't wait till they can till the prep is over so they can eat. Right. They can't wait till off season. So I, I have like sort of transformed the mindset instead of not enjoying your life during prep. I was like, why can't I enjoy it? I love to cook and I love eating food. I make amazing food. So the food is not an issue. Um, it doesn't really change. I don't like eating shit. Like I don't like, I don't enjoy eating pizzas or brownies. So I don't need to do that. And um, I I think I'm addicted to self-improvement, Logan. I love analyzing myself, whether it's mental or physical. I'm like, hey, I'm having issues with X, Y, and Z, or I need to improve on X, Y, and Z. I need to implement strategies and things to improve that. And then when I see the improvements, those are accomplishments. And I believe we all get addicted to accomplishments. It's just some people don't take the steps to get those accomplishments. And I always use this, um, the step counter as one of them. I'm a hot, I'm a professional bodybuilder. So I'm up here 
But you know what still gets me off is when I complete my step count. Like I get a little notification, congratulations, you achieved your step goal. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And it makes you want to do it again and again and again. So, and, and I always, I tell my clients this too. If you break down what enjoyment is, the, the meaning of enjoyment, enjoyment is never followed by regret. And I use this puppy analogy. Like you, enjoy, do you like petting puppies, Logan? Absolutely. Who doesn't? If you don't, you're a psychopath. Have you ever pet a puppy and we're like, fuck, dude, fuck that puppy. This shit sucks. No, no, that has never happened. So <laughs> I always implore people to, to, to look at that. Like, yeah, do what you enjoy. If eating pizzas makes you, it is, uh, brings you joy, then it will never be followed by regret. So we always want to find like I, I never I never complete a day of eating on my meal plan. And I'm like, God damn it. Why did I just do that? Yeah. No, it's okay. Cool. I completed what I was supposed to do today. I enjoy it. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. Small wins, small wins will add up. It kind of goes back to your philosophy with like, you know, you don't believe in the extremes, like just little things. I like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. How was, you know, something that I know a lot of people probably don't know about you. So it's good that I want to ask you on my podcast is uh, your childhood. How was your childhood? Like, I mean, were you always into sports? Like, where, where are you from? I am from uh, Maryland. I had an interesting childhood. I was always the best at everything. Like, no matter what I did, I was the best. Football, basketball, baseball. How many siblings Siblings did you have? Uh, one older sibling. And, um, you know, we're always a, a product of our environment. And I, I, I didn't necessarily care for my family which made me very closed off. Yeah. Why is but that? I don't, I just, you know, you always say vibes. You always talk about vibes. I just didn't vibe with them, man. But even as like a child, but even as like a child, yeah. like you, I mean, it's, it's almost like, okay. And okay. I really want to dive into this. When did you start noticing? Like, I really am not clicking with my, my mom, my dad, my, my, my cousins, my uncle, whatever. With my sibling and my brother, it was when he was like tormenting me in public, and uh, like I'm talking about would like make me cry. How much older is he than you? Uh, six years, so he's coming up on I think 38 or something. And um, I think when I when I realized like this this isn't for me, <laughs> was when I would when I like get forced to go to these family events. Like I just didn't feel comfortable ever. Yeah. In my in my environment. So what that did was it forced me to, because I didn't talk. I was like a mute. I didn't talk. And what that allowed me to do was it allowed me to like develop these keen observation skills of people because I wouldn't talk. I would just observe. And I think that led to what I feel is one of my greatest strengths now is being like hyper critical. I'm able to look at something and just pick it apart in order to improve it. Like for food, it's, it's, it's how I, you know, come up with these food products. I just, I take, I look at some other company's product and I pick it apart and I analyze like what they're doing wrong, what they're doing right. And how can I make something better? Um, and that, that in terms of business, that leads to my, my business strategies of um, analyzing the competition. Like I have a very strong ability to analyze and, and observe things. Yeah. Did you, uh, do you think, did your parents notice that kind of like, 
okay, he's he's drifting away from us. He's kind of separated oh, yeah. himself. Like, yeah, they okay. knew. They knew I was. Uh, they knew I was different. I was. So I wasn't a bad kid. I always got really good grades. You know, made the honor roll, excelled in sports. But they knew I was like different. Yeah, I thought I was the weird one until I got out of college, and then I really found I really got comfortable with who I am and what I stand for. And I think that's that led me to to get away from the family and just focus on what brings me joy and what I like to do, which is sad, but that's sort of how it worked out for me in my life. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it's sad if it if it's if you're happier now, right? Like if if you're yeah. truly happy with who you are and what you've become and obviously you've been very successful in what you've done. Uh for people who don't know this, you know, I I say I moved in with you cuz it felt like I moved in with you. Uh but I rented out two offices in Ross's house early early 2020, I would say. I think so. And um this is before you were selling so- the the flavor gang sauces, which they weren't even called flavor gang at the time. They were they were just your sauces. And so seeing that business start like from level zero, like just you eating the sauces because that's what you use to eat your food, and then like yeah, I think I'm going to sell these. I'm, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start selling these to where it's at today, where. You know, and at least in our space, you know, the fitness space, you can't go anywhere where people don't talk about them. You, you know, every supplement stores carry them. It's like it's it's almost a part of the fitness community now. And it's just crazy what you've done in one to two years and me being there every day, seeing it right. Walking into the office and seeing a couple of orders on the floor to fast forward a year and a half, walking in on a Monday and the, the you and the postman are like having it out or not really like having it out, but like, holy shit, you guys need to come up with some structure. Cause this ain't going to work anymore. You're like a damn little mini facility warehouse. Like this is not, you're beyond just your typical mailman. Right. And it's just insane walking into your kitchen and just seeing rows and rows and boxes and boxes. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. I remember when he was just talking about selling this to where it is now, it, it reminds me a lot of my good friend uh, and you, and you know him, uh, uh, Robert Sykes, Keto Savage, because uh, mm. you both have the keto a very the keto break. Yeah, you both have similar stories. You guys created a product for yourself because it was what you wanted. It's what you think people need. Well, you needed it at the time. And you're like, hey, well, I'll just share this with people and see if anybody else like myself needs this. And then, boom, you know, you guys both have manufacturers and uh, your all's own facility. It's it's just it's it's awesome. It's motivating. It's inspiring, and it's uh it's it's obviously like leads me back to what I was saying. It's like you know you're obviously successful and you're happier now. So I wouldn't say it's sad. Uh, you, you know what happened to your situation or whatever. It's just it is what it is, right? You know, I, and I've talked to you about this. You we've had these conversations before. You know, I've asked you. You know, have you talked to your brother? When's the last time you rocked your brother? And you're like, you're like, fuck my brother. I fucking hate my brother. I don't talk to that piece of shit. <laughs> uh, but I mean, do you? Do you ever think? I mean, do you ever think you'll talk to him again? Do you know where he's at? I mean, you were? Did Dude, you no, just go? Not even. Uh, yeah, what, you said just. Did didn't I just go you just back? go back to your hometown? Like, yeah, not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, in uh, in September. But no, not even a thought in my brain. I uh, there's a quote, and I'm not trying to offend anyone here. I love family. Just, I don't, I don't love mine, but it's uh blood makes you 
relative. So blood makes you a relative, but love makes you family. So I feel like I have a lot of family because I have a lot of love for a lot of people. I don't have a lot of relatives. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I do totally, totally agree. I want to get your opinion on this because uh, it's kind of like the hot topic this past week is uh, the liver king. You know, he got busted. He was lying. And it kind of goes back to, you know, and I forgot to bring this up when we were talking about the goobies is, uh, you know, just integrity right it's at the at the end of the day if if he just would have been honest never would have to do go through all the shit he's going through right now but at the same time i also want to say to the people if you really thought he was natural that's on you like come on like it it, it makes no sense right you see how jacked how big he is i want to get your thoughts and, and what, what you thought about him well logan i don't know I don't even know why he lied. I don't think if I like dissected everything, I don't even think if he would have said, yeah, I take steroids from the get go. Yeah. I don't think it would have affected his brand at all. Like if he's still eating liver and organ meat and practicing all these things that he preaches, that's great. Okay. He's gets monitored hormones from a doctor because he wants to get jacked. Yeah. Like, I would even argue that he would have been even pop more, more popular if he would have done that because what he could have done would said, hey, dude, I do all of these things to enhance my life, including going to a doctor and getting these prescription hormones. And then I would even say – I'd argue that more males in that age group would, would take care of their health, go get their hormones and blood markers checked and say, holy shit, I, I'm, I need TRT. I need HRT. I need to replace these hormones and look, I did it and I feel better. And I also take his supplements and I also practice his nine ancestral tenets. I don't ever think lying ever makes anything positive. I don't understand. I, and it's to a fault when you were saying, was it off air that you were saying and that you, uh, you, your motive, your, your strength is almost your fault. Yeah. My, my great, I feel like, yeah, yeah, it was, we were talking about our, our strengths and yeah, my greatest strength at times can be my greatest downfall for sure. So that's how I feel with my approach to honesty. Like I do not know how to lie. I cannot filter what my, I cannot put a filter from this to this. I can't do it. It's just like, if I have a secret, I'm telling you, like, yeah, (laughs) I can't do it. It's like a liar, liar with Jim Carrey. And I, I feel like that's such a more free it's so, there's so much more freedom in your in your brain and your life when you have nothing to hide. Yeah, you have no no one can challenge you, no one can accuse you of anything. And and it's you're you're a hundred and ten percent right. But at the same time, you obviously have struggled with that, right? Because you just said it could be your your at times get you in trouble or people perceive you the wrong way, right? Like yeah. I've seen it, yep. I've seen it multiple times being around you guys for two years. Oh, Ross, you're an asshole. Ross, I can't be around you. Ross is mean. Ross, you're intimidating. Ross, I don't want to ask you anything because you always look mad. And you're and you, I've seen you. You're just like, oh, I'm just here. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just telling you the truth. But sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah. And in the society that we live in, the truth can hurt someone's feelings. And you already know where I'm going. You hurt someone's feelings. That's wrong. That's bad. And that's crazy because because just because your feelings get hurt does not make you right. Like it doesn't mean it's the right thing. It it sucks that your feelings get hurt, but like it comes from a good place. Back to the, 
Yeah. Coming back to the Goobies, these John was getting like death threats and all this hate. And all he was doing was just showing everyone the truth. Like if you're mad at John for what you do, you're mad at yourself. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And I want to, and I want to, you know, I recently saw you say, guys, I'm working on something. I'm working on myself. I'm working on trying to forget about things, people that have done me wrong and let go of it. Right. Or forget those things and move forward. I want, I want you to explain a little bit more about that. Tell me, tell me what you meant by that. Well, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, Logan. So please do it. Please. Um, I, and I'm going to make a video on this on my channel, the, the whole mental health phenomenon. Okay. The men's mental health, mental health awareness in my observations, just posting a meme on Instagram about mental health is not mental health practices. I never see anyone say, Hey, I have X, Y, Z mental issues. Okay. And this is what I'm doing about it. This is what I'm implementing. I never see it. I never see it. So I'm very open. I'm very transparent. I, this, these last three or four months have been extremely difficult for me regarding a lot of things, but it's all encompassed into one environment. And Elena was struggling with getting me to realize all these issues that I either self-manufacture or that I allow to happen. And just one of them was for some reason, when people complain to me about something that I have passion about, it really infuriates me. And the example is like, I used to deal with customer service emails and I would get so angry at customers when they don't like something or when they like, they say they don't like something when they didn't follow the directions or they like left a sauce out in the fucking summer heat and it got moldy. And then they said my sauce sucks. So I was forced to take a bunch of steps back and actually John, um, my friend John helping with this because we all are a little self delusional to a point and we can't really see how we treat other people. We can't really see how we react in situations. And the, the, the light bulb here was Myself and John were coming back from factory gym and one of my, my, my biggest stressors was, was because it's not anymore was traffic. It absolutely infuriated me to the point where I would get like, I could feel my blood pressure rising and we're sitting in traffic, Logan on 35 next to the, the outlets. Okay. We are going towards new Braunfels. We are in bumper to bumper dead set traffic. The accident was on the other side of the road. Yeah, rubbernecking. Going north. We're going south. Yet we have bumper-to-bumper traffic because everyone is looking, okay? And I'm about to freak. And John asked me a question. He goes, why do you need to rush home? Who's your boss? Who do you need to report to? And I breathed. I took a breath and I said, dude, no one. He goes, that's my point. Just relax, dude. You don't have to report to anyone. Your job, you are your own job. You can do whatever you want. You have created a life of full freedom. And right now you're, you're shitting your pants on purpose for no reason. And that was like, 
the aha moment where I took a step back, Logan, and I just analyzed everything that was making me angry and contributing to negative emotions, negative actions. One of the things that I'm now aware of is that I may not be angry at you, Logan, but I can be angry at the computer and that anger emits from my body and it can transition to you, even though I'm not mad at you. And I've realized that and I've totally changed so many things about my life in the short two months. And I feel just, I feel like myself again. I feel jovial. I'm giddy. I have a clear mind. I don't have any more anxiety. And one of the, probably the biggest thing was first that the house you're referring to about working there, myself and Elena realized that something about that house, it's got like bad vibes. It's got bad juju. It's not a home. And we, myself and Elena, for some reason, have like PTSD or anxiety in that house. So I got the fuck out of that house and I can sleep now. Like the anxiety literally went out the window and then we're, we're, we're selling that house or renting it out and we're moving. We're like, fuck this dude. Something, something in the walls, in the, in the paint, you know, it's like some haunted house. I can't, yeah. you can't explain it, yeah, but just something it. doesn't. Yeah. And you, and you don't almost don't need to explain it. If you feel it, it's there. Right. If it's whatever's going on, whatever energy again, you, yeah. Like you just said, I am a huge believer in vibes. Don't lie. Like they just don't. So whatever it is, it's something, but then also like, you know, it almost, I, I, I wanted to let you keep talking, but always want to get back to when you were saying how you would let these things get to you. It's almost like you were choosing negativity right you were almost looking for like ross there's nothing here you're choosing to get mad at these things you're choosing to get fucking angry at well one it's out of your control but in you needed that one little like aha moment right and i want to and so we're gonna get real we always do but i noticed that like there's times when i'm in that that house i want to go and ask you something but i'm like I just heard you fucking go off for 10 minutes down there downstairs screaming at customers. I don't know who you're screaming at. You're just screaming, dude. Like you're just yep. down there like, are you fucking stupid? Oh my God, you're such an idiot. Like I'm like, oh God, he's either talking to a client or he's reading a client's email or he's <laughs> reading a customer. Like, I'm like, never mind. Like, I'm not even gonna go down there. Or I'm like, I'm gonna record something in my studio and you're just going off. And I'm like, just wait, I'll just wait till he's done. And, so and it's like, I was, and, I was and, choosing that. And again, like you're not mad at me, but that stops from yep. me even wanting to talk to you, even wanting to like, hey, chop it up, wanting to discuss ideas. Like I'm just like, fuck that. I'm not like he's in a bad mood. Like I don't even want to deal with that shit. And dude, I, this is this is fucking crazy that we're talking about this because wow, it just hit me. It it like it literally just hit me, guys. Ross, I'm gonna ask you this question. In 2020, this year, right? What would you say? How many days have I been in the office for 2020? This year? Yeah. Oh, not very much. Maybe like 20 days, maybe. Do you want to know why? I'm going to tell you the fucking probably. honest truth. Because of I, you. I, I mean, I probably. Because of you. Yeah. Because of you. Yeah. Your energy, your vibes, your mood. I didn't want to be around you, dude. I did not want to be around you. You, when I first got there, you would like, 
your ideas, your energy, like we just, we hit it off very well. Right. Especially when we were working out together and when we couldn't like, we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't train anywhere. And so it was like you and I, but then you, yeah, you, you slowly shifted to this like negative person. And I remember telling myself, I can't be around him. I don't like his energy. I don't like his moods. It's just negative vibes. And so I slowly started to like distance myself from the office because I just couldn't be around you. You were turning into this negative person. It was leeching onto me and I was starting to be negative. I was starting to, you know, there, there couldn't, there wouldn't be a day where I'd go in there and you would just talk crap or like, or just like, just not need talking crap, just venting, right. Or just letting something that got upset that had to do with maybe someone that's in my space, my audience, right. Whether it's the keto space, intermittent fast space, and you would just go off on a tangent. And now like, then you got like me feeling bad, like, Oh man, those are my people, dude. Or like, and it's again, it's like, it, it'd be like one stupid person, like one idiotic person that probably doesn't even do what we do or doesn't even do keto or doesn't want to do intermittent Just, it's just like just being an idiot. And so I had to separate myself from you. And I remember I, I was like, yeah, I just can't, I can't be at the office anymore, which is why I slowly transitioned back to my home. But I also want to get, bring it back around. I've also noticed, and this is so weird, and I don't want to, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's so weird. These last like month and two months of you and I talking, you've been nice. And it's like fucking weird, dude. You say thank you. You actually don't yell. I can actually have a conversation with you and you're, and it doesn't go to a negative spot. And I remember I, I recently was just in, uh, Gaines Bakery and I even told Lena, and I'm like, dude, it is so weird. Fucking Ross is nice now. I, I don't know how to take it. I don't know. I, I almost like when you tell me something nice, I'm like, dude, where's the, like me and Ross have this very, very funny dialogue, like where we just always talk shit to each other, but that's just how we talk, right? Like, Hey, little bitch, what are you doing? Or, Hey, that's just how we are. It's, it's nothing like bad, but that's just like our dialogue. So it's so weird when you're like, Oh yeah, appreciate it, man. Thank you. I'm like, who, who is, who the fuck is this guy? You're, you're being nice, but I've seen this change in you, you know, over the last couple of weeks. And it's like even taking me time to get used to, cause I'm not used to it, man. So that happened to everyone that was around me and I didn't realize it until I fucking hit a breaking point where I was like, dude, everyone is. So I'm going to bring up John. I asked him that same question. I go, why is everyone saying this? And he goes, because it's probably true. And then I was like, that this whole, it was like a, th- a three day event with John where I saw everything that I was doing, everything that I was choosing to be, all of my actions, all of my reactions. And I finally figured, I, I finally realized how what I'm doing affects other people whether it's indirect or direct. And it's so funny you say that because that's why some of why Elaine and I are going through what we're going through is because I was such an angry person for X amount of time. And then now I am, I told her I'm done with that person. And I told her it's like for first, for two years, I was the fat husband and I would bitch about my wife, you know, not, you know, hooking up with me, you know, my wife sucks. She, she won't have sex with me. And then I finally looked in the mirror and I was like, you know what? She probably doesn't want to have sex with me because I'm fucking disgusting. And, and then I finally said, you know what? I'm going to change my entire life. I'm done being fat. 
I'm done being unhealthy. I'm done being sick and I'm breaking the cycle. Like I'm, I'm choosing, I'm choosing this Logan. I don't want to be angry at nothing anymore. That's good. Like it does nothing, nothing dude. And it's, I mean, just let me be the first one. I mean, if thinking about the people, there is nobody that has been in Ross's life closer than myself, Elena, the coworkers at Gaines Bakery, uh, John, a couple times a year, not as much, but I mean, there was a point like all of 21, 2021, I saw Ross at least five times a week. Like, and if I didn't make it to the gym, I saw him, if I didn't make it to the office, I would see him at the gym. And like I said, 2022 had it had to take a step back. I just needed to distance myself. But um, yeah, man, I've seen the difference in the way that you just talk to me. You talk to people, your attitude, and and it's, and I, I think I think people listening to this, whatever you think, like people are saying something about you, right? And, and I want to even talk about me. Like me and my wife fight all the time, right? And like my biggest thing is, is accepting accountability. Like I, I just don't accept accountability. I always, well, it's because of this. Well, it's not my fault. It's, it's, it's that. And this, you know, recently I needed to just like, whoa, it maybe, maybe it is my fault. It, it is me. I, I need to accept accountability. But anybody who's listening to this, like, I think everybody just needs to take a, a look in the mirror and whatever people are saying, like John said, there's probably some truth to it, right? And you need to look at yourself and figure out the solution because as as everything else everything as we just talked about everything is a choice right happiness is a choice being positive is a choice and being an asshole is a choice too not accepting accountability is a choice as well being a lazy slug is being a choice right everything is a choice and you control these things you can either let it define you or let's let it just leave you from the inside, just corrosive inside, right? Inside out is, is, and that was what you're becoming, but I'm, I'm glad, man, I'm glad we, we, we talked about that today. Cause I've, I doubt I, you, Ross, have I ever told you that? Have I ever told you the story? No, never told you that before, but it, it had been inside me for almost going on, you know, a year and a half now Yep. that, I just never, and you know, I think that one of the, one of the the biggest reasons why I probably never told you, and this is another thing I want to talk to you about because you've been recently talking about this a lot. It's so I'm like, you know what? He's successful. He's crushing it in his business, but he's has got he's got negative vibes and he's and he's and he's being a jerk. And uh, so, who am I to tell him anything? Right? He's being successful. Obviously, he's working for him. I'm gonna let him do his thing. Just distance distance myself. But then recently. You know, you're making this change. You've noticed these things. You're correcting them, but then you also said money doesn't mean anything to you, right? Like it's not something. It's not why you created Flavor Gang or being the sauce boss, and and that's not what has ever motivated you. So, tell me a little bit about that, and what what do you mean by that? So this is this is part of why I get so angry on a lot of things is I'm so passionate about like, I, I, it's hard for me to describe, but shit, what was, what were you, what was your question? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, you're, you've, you know what you need to correct and you, and you're correcting it. And, and, and the reason why Something I never, about money. yeah, yeah. I've, you've been talking about it a lot lately. You've mentioned it almost three times this week. Like money doesn't mean anything to you. Okay. It's so not this, what I'll give you an example to answer. Right. So, I was at factory this week 
and someone had come up to me that apparently is a fan of myself and the flavor gang. And she was so excited to meet me. Okay. And she goes, I'm so upset. Ross factory is out of sauces. And that like hit me in my, in my gut. Yeah. I don't, I wasn't upset that I, t- I didn't make $30 off of her. I was upset that she had come from Houston to possibly meet me and pick up some sauces at this gym. She was disappointed. And now she is, she is so disappointed that she was not able to do that. And I don't give a fuck about the money. I give a fuck about that interaction yeah. with that, that lady. And if I'm being self uh, analytical here, that is some of the reasons why I was so angry at things I, I didn't need to be angry at was because I would always like think of things that are down the road. Like I'm in traffic. I'm so fucking angry. Well, if I'm late to my clients, that's going to disappoint them. But in reality, that's not the case. Like they're going to be totally okay with me replying to them 27 minutes later. Right. Yeah. But I'm so I'm so like OCD about structure that it was a strength of mine, but is now a weakness. And I'm going to keep talking about this guy, John, because he is so different from me, like an extreme opposite version, extreme, extreme. But he what he does is that his force pulls me from this extreme to more of the center. And he is the most annoyingest thing in the world to me. He okay. is a thing. He annoys the. He <laughs> is a thing that is so annoying, but he's so right on so many things, and he helps me tremendously. And he is, and his approval really makes me. It makes things worthwhile. So he's like, dude, I've, I've, I'm your, I'm one of your best friends, Ross. I've known you for seven years. You are a huge fucking dick. You're an asshole, dude, and. I am so happy that you're finally realizing that and that you are making these, you're putting these practices in place to allow you to make a better choice on how you operate things. And um, he's like, dude, I'm so proud of you because I'm not, I'm not trying Logan. I'm not putting on this performative act. I am done being that fucking person. I hate that person. That is not who I am. That's who I became. And If I look at my entire life, Logan, I've always been the best at everything, the best. And that includes like customer service, being a teammate, being an employee, being a captain, being a role player. Never in my 31 years when I had that so much that success, was I the angry asshole? That's that was never that's never got me to where I was. And unfortunately, I allowed and I chose a lot of behavioral behaviors and reactions that made that person into what they were. And it took me, it took me so long to fucking realize it. And, um, I, I told Elena, I'm like, dude, I'm done with that. I'm breaking the cycle. I am. And, and I'm alluding it back to what we were talking about with the dieting of doing the extremes and, you know, you diet for 12 weeks and then you fall off and you repeat and you repeat. I'm done with the cycle, dude. I'm so done with it. I'm so done with people being angry with me and me being angry at everything. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I, I, dude, I'm, I'm proud of you as well. 
like I said, I'm still getting used to you being nice. Uh, it's still a little weird to me. I love it though. I want to fucking actually be around you now. Uh, it's not like I didn't want to not be around you because every time we're together, your ideas, like there would be times like I, I just wanted to just, I need to chat with you about some, cause I have some ideas and I, I want to brainstorm and you were so fucking good at that, but you just got through yelling for 10 minutes. So I'm like, I, I just, I'm not, not going to go down there. Right. Um, so I, I don't know what person I'm going to get right now. So I'm, I'm, me as well. I'm fucking so proud of you. And I'm glad John has helped you through the way. And I'm I'm kind of a little upset that I, I wasn't able to have that conversation with you as well. I should have said something, right? And- well, this is a great this is a this is a great point. Whoever's listening to this, if you care about someone, yes, dude, speak the fuck up. Because I guarantee I am not the only person. Yeah. I'm not the person that acts like this. And Logan is not the, the only person that feels that way. Yep. So if you care about someone, dude, take them to the side, sit down with them and say, hey, look, I care about you. You're my boy. You're my girl, whatever. Yep. But you've got to you've got to make some changes because I don't think you realize how You're your affecting, behaviors yeah. are affecting other people. Yeah. And and I go ahead. No, I, I want I want to say no matter how successful they are, because that was my yep. excuse, guys. I never I never. I never went up to you. I never challenged you. I never confronted you because I always saw the success you had and said, it's not, it's not my business. It's out of my, you know what? He's obviously doing something right, but never knowing that none of that even mattered to you. You know, it's, it's like now you're truly seeing what's important these last two months. Like you just, like you just mentioned blood, love, right? I mean, love, the love that you have, the people who actually love you, um, your family, your true family and what you're doing to them. So uh, please continue. I, I, I'm sorry I cut you off. I, I don't know what I was saying, but I just wanted to say that there's no shame. There's in, people like you out there. Like, yeah, yeah. people are listening. There's people we, out there. Well, please well, we speak all, up. We all have, them. yeah, we all have issues. Literally, we all have issues. We all have problems. Don't be ashamed or scared or timid to expose them for yourself. You need to be vulnerable because what I was seeing happening was I was seeing, dude, I'm about to lose everything and it's going to slip out in front of my fingertips and my entire life is about to get flipped upside down over some things I can't even explain why I'm doing. It was like an, almost like an addiction. Like, why the hell am I addicted to meth? Like, why? I chose to do it and I can't stop and I don't know why, but I need to stop. And... uh and that was my whole little tangent on mental health, Logan, is that where's the action? Where is, to quote you, where's the accountability? Mm-hmm. Like if you have, obviously I have some, you know, mental issues. We all do. You need to be able to self-reflect and be aware of those things and say, I need to evaluate this and I need to see what's happening so I can make the change. So that's what I did. I, I, I looked at my life and I said, why am I choosing these stressors? And I need to remove them. Hundred percent, man. Well, again, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but I am very proud of you. And uh, man, you've you've definitely made a change. I've noticed it. I've seen it. I've talked to people about it. I'm like, this is so weird, uh, but I like it. It's good. It's it's for a good thing. And most importantly, who cares if it's good for me? Like, most importantly, it's it's good for you. Like, it's helping yep. you. Like, you are helping yourself. And that is at the end of the day the most important thing, right? You need to do what's best for you. So, uh, I'm, I'm very happy for you. And, uh, I, I, 
please continue it, whatever you're doing, whatever, you know, methods that you're using to, uh, to, to correct this, the, these, these issues don't stop, man. Cause you're better for it, man. And like, I've see, I, I see it without even having this conversation with you just from the things that you post, the way that you talk, dude, I'm not, I'm not ranting anymore. You're not ranting anymore. You don't talk crap about anybody. You don't bitch anymore. And at the and and you're actually like, and you're and like I said, like it's so much better. Like you're 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 doing what you're always been great at, and that's educating and talking, right? Like even with your posts, it's like, oh my god, like dude. Again, I, I hate to keep going back to this. I had to stop looking at your stories, dude, because they were just rants and negative. I don't want to look at that. And now look at shores. Now here's me. Like I'll be at your top now. Cause I'm looking at them now. Cause they're, they're good. They're educational. They're positive. They're not just negativity. So yep. I can see it. Not just and dude, not, John, John said the same thing. Yeah. It's He's not like, I just, can't follow, I can't even follow you anymore. Dude. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking follow you anymore, man. It, it's, can you believe that? Like, I got to distance myself from the office and now like, I can't even follow this guy. I can't even follow my friend dude, anymore. It's crazy. And, and now it's like, dude, I'm all over your shit now. And, and it just, yeah, your educational post now, the things that you, you, you're talking about, it's like, yes, 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 queen. So what's what? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're a spouse out there, okay, Logan, you're you have a yes. spouse. I have yes. a spouse. Yeah. This is this is why this whole thing was happened. Okay. For some reason, we will never listen to our partners. Never, never, never. I don't know what it is. I'm a diet coach. Okay. I can tell Elena to go do 30 minutes on the stairs, and she'll say "fuck you," Ross. But she'll pay Dom, you know, two thousand dollars, and she'll do 60 minutes on the stairs. Yep. So for the longest time, Elena literally would say, you need to stop doing things that you hate and focus on what you're good at. Yeah. And it just went through my, it went in and out through my ears. And I didn't even, I didn't even understand what she was saying, Logan. And now I'm like, I only want to do what I'm good at. I am not going to open up one single email. I am not going to deal with one complaint. All I want to do is things that I'm good at. Because those are the things I enjoy. And when you do things that you, when you do things you enjoy, you're just a happier person. So choose what makes you happy and just go away from the stuff that doesn't make you happy. It sounds so simple, Logan. It's not. (laughs) It's not. And it's so easy to get sucked in. And this was another uh, eye-opening experience. My happy place was factory. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd bring my phone into factory and I'd walk, you know, I do my walking steps between each set. And this was one of the red flags. And I realized like, I got to stop doing this. I'd walk to my phone and open up my flavor gang email. And all I would do was fixate on wholesale complaints, like a whole a retailer, you know, was short one sauce. And I was choosing that and it would ruin, it would ruin my workout. And I take that energy, go into the car, sit in traffic get more angry. Then I'd be late getting home. That would spark more anger. And then I'd go do more work and my clients would be idiots. And that would, it's just a, yeah. a never ending cycle. In the cycle that you chose. Yeah. So like, God, dude, I can only imagine how much happier you are now, how much your blood pressure is happier now. Stress. I mean, and, and, and it's crazy because you talk about health. You talk about all the little things that you need to take care of, right? And here you are stressing your body out, 
here you are, your cortisol levels are out the roof and you have no clue. You're now creating inflammation in your body. You're, you're doing all these negative things that people are hiring you for that you're telling them yep. not to do. Yet, yep. here you are not taking your advice. I know. Dude, I, I changed the way I interact with my clients. I don't yell at them. I don't post you know, their stupid shit on Instagram. So I literally had to break down. I had to break down in my entire life, Logan. Yeah. And I told Elena, I was like, I had to, I had to destroy it. Yeah, you do. To, to really pick up the pieces and say, I need to get rid of all this shit. And this is what I need to rebuild with. I can take this. I can take this. I can take this and everything else. I'm not, I'm not rebuilding the house like that. That's great. I, and I, I know that I've affected people negatively and those things will never change. But I, me personally, I can't change the way I treated you, Logan, in the past. I can only control how I treat you in the future. Whether you want to forgive and forget, that's totally up to you. I can't control that. But I can feel happier knowing that, hey, I'm just a better person now. And if you want to you know, accept me back into your life, that's great. If not, that's great too. I'm not, I'm not getting angry. Regardless, I'm choosing not to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, one, well, I want a, a one final story before we end it. I had a, a friend of mine, her son, young young kid, getting into bodybuilding, and and she reached out. She's like, "Hey, he really wants a coach. He's doing so well." And I'm like, "Yeah, he is. He's doing really good." And uh, she's like, "What about your coach?" And I'm like, Ugh. "I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, he's great, but please tell your son, who's like 18 years old, he's rough." But it's for it's for a good cause, like you know. I mean, I mean, it's he's a rough coach. He's gonna yell at you. He may cuss you out, but he's great. But it's it's just funny, like yeah. Just to go back, it's it's. I'm glad that you changed, man, and that's awesome. I, I'm 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 very happy for you. I'm very happy now. I get I get my old Ross back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get this jerk anymore. I don't know how it, it all it all started when Flavor Gang started to, to scale up. But I love it now, man. I love it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm truly am happy for you, man. I, I, I truly am because I can see the difference. I see it. And it's like, it's like fucking night and day. So please keep it up, man. Okay. So please tell my audience where they can see the new and approved Ross. Where can they get more of this Mr. Nice Guy? It's, it's a little weird saying that, man. <laughs> I know, dude. Elena, Elena, we got into some fights too because she's like, you're being too nice now. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do here, man. I was a dick and now I don't want to be a dick. And she literally said the same words. I don't know how to act. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's weird. I don't, it is weird. Yeah, it is very weird. It's hard for me not to like cuss you out when I end uh, a message. That's so that's what we're just used to doing. Dude, I've, I've implemented so many things. I've had to analyze how many times I say fuck. And I've even told Elena, I was like, dude, you got to stop cussing. By the way, if you guys, Elena and, and Ross, like definitely Elena is the potty mouth for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but it's one of those things like, why are we saying fuck? Like, what is there? There's energy associated with that. It is. It is. Like, why the fuck is there toilet paper on the floor? That is emitting energy. Yep. Yep. Or you could say, why is there toilet paper on the floor? Yep. Not why the fuck is there toilet paper on the floor? Yes. Same exact sentence, completely different meaning. Completely different energy, like you just said. Yes. Key. It's keyword, yes. guys. Completely different energy. So you can find me on Instagram, not ranting anymore. I'm done with that. 
And uh, what's funny, Logan, is someone was like, oh, Ross is the Bill Burr of comedy. And I was like, that's cool. And then I realized, like, dude, Bill Burr is so angry. Yeah. He is so angry. Yeah, he is. So uh, Instagram is Ross Flanagan underscore Gaines. Uh, you can follow Gaines Bakery on Instagram. It's a new Braunfels restaurant and bakery. Or the Flavor Gang official if you want some Flavor Gang products. And uh, that's my plugs. Nice, man. All right, brother. Well, dude, this was this was fun. I'm glad we did this. It almost felt like a therapy session and people were just uh, in the room listening <laughs> to our therapy session. Yeah. An impromptu uh, therapy session. This was not planned at all. No, but I loved it. I love. I love. I love getting. I was telling John. I love getting made fun of for some weird ass reason. Yeah, you do. I love telling. I love getting roasted. I love people like telling me, like, dude, all these issues. Because you got a small chest. You're the w- yeah. world's weakest IBF pro yeah, bodybuilder. Yeah, which is because, true, Logan. <laughs> it is true because if you link it back to our conversation earlier, I'm addicted to self-improvement. I love self-improvement. It's a challenge. So you're going to tell me that no one likes me. Okay. That's a challenge. I got to figure out how to change that. So the people in the future don't feel that same way. Yeah. Awesome. Dude. I love it, man. All right, dude. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the What's Goody podcast. I'll have Ross's information in the show notes so you can follow him, check out his uh, his products, check out the restaurant. If you're ever in the Central Texas area, I promise you, you will not be let down. It is amazing. So we'll catch everybody on the next episode. We love you. Peace.